by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Game Over Winnipeg. Play Mr. Brightside. That is a big 3-2 win for the Jets over the Calgary Flames. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, New Year's baby brought in a nice little gift for all of us, uh, bringing the Jets a nice little W tonight. Ooh, this game was uh, was a lot of fun. Uh, we'll dive into it all uh, right away. Um, before we do that, let's just get this out of the way. Uh, hey, think you know which way it's going to go? Make your bet with Sports Interaction. Whether it's hockey, football, or basketball, Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all the sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. Woo-wee, what a game. Um, yeah, you know, like, we're, we're <laughs> this was a really interesting game. Um, obviously, uh, Happy New Year to you all. I hope you all had a, a safe and fun New Year and enjoyed the holidays. Um, right now, we're going to be hopping back into uh, into Jets hockey. We've got about, what is it, like 15 games in the next 30 days. So hope you're all uh, ramped up and ready to go, uh, just as I am. Uh, listen, I will be splitting the duties, obviously, throughout the uh the upcoming month, but there are some fun games on the docket that I'm excited to get to. But before we get ahead of ourselves, let's talk about this game. Uh, the Jets play. Uh, the Jets play their first game of the year. Obviously, they have some. Uh, <laughs> they have some. Um, you know, they had some time off to try and gather, uh, gather themselves. I think one of the big issues with. Um, going on long, long road trips, as well as having, you know, however many games, what was it like, f- what was it, uh, five games in seven days was one of the things that was said about the the last few games of the uh, of the year last year uh, of 2022. Um, one of the things that is kind of uh, overlooked is the fact that you don't really get as many practices in as you would uh, you would like. So I think that one of the good things of, uh, you know, starting off the new year, getting some time off, uh, the Jets had a little bit of time to practice and get uh, get some stuff together as well as some time to uh, to potentially heal. Obviously, Josh Morrissey had a bit of an injury a couple of games ago and has been kind of shaky ever since. Um, he ended up playing tonight just as he played the other night against uh, Edmonton, I believe. And um, I, I didn't watch the Edmonton game. Full full uh, full disclosure, I was a little busy on uh, on New Year's Eve. Um, shout out list for taking that one for the team. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but of course, as I say, uh, injuries, you know, the injuries have been plaguing the Jets all year. And uh, it looks like it's starting to uh, come to a, or come to an end. Uh, we get the news that Nate Schmidt, uh, who else was it? Uh, Cole Perfetti and uh, Nikolai Ehlers are all practicing wearing normal uh you know normal colors not the uh the traditional no contact uh and then rick bone is coming out and saying you know if this was a playoff game which let's be honest it, it had it kind of had kind of the feel of a playoff game um you know if this was a playoff game the uh those guys would have played so it's it's great to hear that those guys are on their way um but obviously the jets are kind of in a position right now where they're trying to figure out what's going forward uh what the team is going forward um again i'll dive into this game right away i think that i just need to give a bit of context to the game and how i was coming into this game viewing it um this felt like a game where it was almost kind of like a bit of uh, a bit of a tryout one of the nice well not one of the well one of the the only bright spots about getting injuries is 
you get a chance to really see what you have stocked up in the cupboard, see what you guys can, uh, you know, pull out when it's absolutely necessary. Obviously, the Jets have used a, a number of AHLers this year. We've made many jokes about how they're the Manitoba Moose playing against whichever team they're playing on whichever night. Um, but that time's coming to an end. And so it's kind of almost like like this game almost kind of had the feeling, uh, obviously, with the intensity of, uh, of a playoff game, but almost had the kind of a vibe of... Um, of of the last preseason game where you kind of have the top two lines, uh, all the guys who are going to be in the lineup going forward, and you're just trying to figure out who are your role players. And we know with Rick Bonus, uh, role role players are very important to him. Uh, the bottom six are all guys who need to be able to, uh, you know, the bottom six on forward, that is, need to be able to go out there and do more than just, you know, bide by their time. You know, they need to be PK guys, they need to be this and that. So coming to this game, I was really looking out to see, you know, what, was going to happen. Uh, you know, how will Reichel play? It's the second game of the year. You know, they're wanting to give him a chance. Jansen Harkins has just been placed on waivers. He hasn't been sent down yet, but you can likely uh, assume that will happen come uh, come time that Nate Schmidt, Cole Perfetti, Nikolai Ehlers are all, um, are all <laughs> uh, coming back to the lineup. Um, so it's really just, for me, I was just trying to look out and see who are the guys getting sent down. Um, and then we had a bit of a, <laughs> for me, a bit of a shocker. Um, the the Jets end up deciding to go with a uh, eleven forwards uh, and seven D, uh, to which Brendan Dillon said in the se- the first intermission there, um, you know, not ideal. Uh, and I would agree. And I'll be honest with you, it was a little bit tougher on me t- uh, trying to you know always see you know where guys. You know, usually you can take you know you see his line mates and you know exactly who the third guy is. You might not see his number, but you can kind of guess who it is just based on the line mates. Tonight was a really tough one for that for me personally. Um, um, but again, let's back up. That's kind of the Jets context coming into this. The Calgary Flames have been a team that, you know, they play the Daryl St- Sutter style hockey. They like to clutch, grab, interfere, clutch, grab, interfere was a, was a tweet that I, I, I feel like I need a, a little, uh, a counter how many times I bring up Garrett, Garrett Hole on this, uh, on this program. Uh, but he had a fantastic tweet just talking about that. And I think that that kind of sums it up perfectly. Um, the Jets, uh, knew that they would come into a pretty tough battle against the the Calgary Flames, um, and Calgary Flames played their game. You know, it was very. It, the Jets seemed to have a bit of a a tough. Um, it, they they didn't they weren't able to to break into the zone as easily as they would have liked to. The Flames were re- really good at getting in the way and causing a lot of disruptions. Um, on the other side of things, I thought the Jets uh, needed to be a bit better in the sense of their passing was not that crisp. It was, you know, not fantastic. But, um, hey, you know what? You got to do what you got to do. And uh, the Jets eke one out, of course, in this one here. Um, so, yeah, let's where do you even start here, honestly? Um, let's just break down the game. Uh, I, again, my, my biggest gripe with the Jets today was that their their passing seemed really off. Uh, this seems to be a thing with the Jets where, you know, when they're off for a significant amount of time, sometimes it, it can cause them to be, you know, maybe a little rusty, um, which is, you know, something you wouldn't want from your uh, from your team. But then again, uh, it, it just goes to show that they can play well while they're going down the stretch. Um, and this game was a game of the goalies, at least for most of it. Uh, and Honestly, there's been kind of this debate going around uh, of the Jets of, you know, who's the MVP of the season? You know, at the start of the season, it was always um, <laughs> it was always, you know, Connor Hell or it, at, at the start of the start of the season. It was uh, Mark Shifley. Look at how Mark Shifley's turned things around. Then it was, oh, man, Connor Hellbuck. Connor Hellbuck is is 
far and away uh, the MVP of this team. And more recently, everyone's been kind of talking about the Josh Morrissey uh, being the MVP of the team. And this game, I thought was, you know, <laughs> all game I was sitting here going, hellbuck, hellbuck, hellbuck. And you see the uh, the fantastic goal that Morrissey had in uh, in the third there, the second goal of the game for the Jets. Um, they both played fantastic. And, and again, again, going this game felt very much like a, a goalie game, like the amount of times, uh, the amount of chances, you know, while I while I do think that the, the play was a little bit sloppy, um, whenever both teams were able to get their their, you know, high quality chances, it was, um, you know, it was always <laughs> every time on uh, the Jets had a power play. For some reason, they allowed uh, a breakaway against uh, to which Connor Hellebuck said, no, uh, I'll shut the door on that one. Um, Jacob Markstrom had a flurry of, uh, fantastic saves in the second to keep the flames in it. Um, well, you know, he had the, the, uh, the glove save, uh, I can't remember who it was on. And then he had the, uh, initial pa uh, pad save against, uh, Axel Janssen Fialbi and, you know, going on and on and on. It, it was a, it was a back and forth game for the goalies. Uh, and then leading into the third, I mean, and that kind of culminated at, uh, in the second period. And then leading into the third is when, the Jets had a pretty slow start to the third. Um, in regards to slow starts, I just want to say start of the game was actually pretty uh, pretty surprising uh, how well the Jets looked at the start. The start of the game, they actually were getting shots. One of the things that I've been harping on for a long time now is that the Jets uh, have been unable to you know get shots in early in the game. Uh, so I wanted to at least give them credit for that. Um, but like I said, moving on to the third period, they didn't really have a lot of chances in at the start. Uh, PLD. <laughs> draws uh, a, a huge uh <laughs> he gets hooked he gets pulled down and then actually i thought he drew one but i forgot it was uh that was the one that was the four on four even though he did get the kind of the extra little shot to the face from Uyghur. thank you very much appreciate it um maybe we'll talk about pld's game shortly because he he was kind of a pest all tonight and i think tonight kind of showed um you know what he can do in the playoffs um but we'll cross that bridge when we get there um Again, the my big my big issue for the Jets here, uh, their passing was poor, as well as they in the third period they couldn't get any possession at least until, uh, of course, Josh Morrissey scores this fantastic goal, which we'll break down in a moment. But um, I think one thing that the Jets need to change, and this is something I think that um, that people kind of warned Jets fans about, uh, specifically Stars fans warned warned Jets about. Sorry, Stars fans warned Jets fans about uh, the fact that Rick Bonus loves loves his dumpins, and uh, in my opinion, dumpins unless they are you know for a, a coordinated play where you know a guy's going to be you know coming around the other side of the net uh, and is expecting that puck, um, they're kind of just a glorified turnover. And I think that that was a really big issue with um, the reason why the Jets were really unable to. Um, create much in uh, in the third period at the start, uh, but then again, it all it all turns around the second that uh, you know PLD is in the corner. He makes just a gorgeous, fantastic little toe drag around uh, the defenseman. I, I believe it was Uyghur. I can't remember exactly, unfortunately. Um, you know, brings the puck up, dishes it off, passes it off to uh, Josh Morrissey, allows him the lane to skate in. He makes a beautiful pass to Kyle Connor, who acknowledges the fact that he's being absolutely like like a child climbing on their on their parrot uh he's just got a guy climbing all over him he's like a backpack he realizes it immediately passes it back to morrissey morrissey comes in and can see that uh jacob markstrom is kind of uh you know stunned frozen in his net shoots far side boom goal 
fantastic. Um, Jets are up 2-1. At this point, I'm I'm losing my mind. I'm having a great time. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, and then not too much longer. Also, that was the second shot that the Jets had that period. Important to uh, to mention that. Um, but uh, but then yeah, you know, the Flames come back. You know, the, again, like I said, this was a very playoff style game you know no quit in either team a lot of very heavy uh lots of of physicality um which i want you to hold on to that note i'll I'll come back to it in the future um (laughs) and uh and and unfortunately mikhail backland gets the best of uh of a josh morsey shot that gets uh tipped off or sorry gets gets blocked uh dylan demello gets a little bit turned around unfortunately bites the dust and um mikhail backland walks in with a beautiful uh five hole goal which i uh, it is maybe worth mentioning that both goals came five hole on uh connor hellebuck tonight but he had a fantastic game no 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 issue there but maybe uh maybe that's a pre-scout who knows um <laughs> and then uh and then ladies and gentlemen oh you know talking about uh how there's gonna have to be some cuts made some guys are gonna get sent down we all know the conversation that's gonna have to be had tonight um Billy Hainola. uh obviously you know Dylan Sandberg is is far past the uh, the the discussion of if he's going to get sent down. It's kind of a Vili Hinola versus Kyle Capobianco uh, thing, which again we'll talk about Vili more. But my oh my, Dylan Sandberg dishes the puck over to Vili Hinola, who just absolutely rips a shot, goes perfectly onto Sam Gagne's stick, taps or uh, <laughs> uh, tips it in, and I've never seen Sam Gagne just celebrate and be so excited. Billy Hinola immediately losing his mind, going to him, almost thanking him being like, thank you. You you've done so much to help my case to stay here tonight. And, uh, and wow, what, what a fantastic uh, finale to the game. The jets held it out. Uh, and that's a three, two win again. They're not all pretty. Um, I thought that the jets did well to continue um, grinding that game out. Um, the one thing I got to talk about again, we're going to have to talk about who's getting, uh, <laughs> Liz is saying I'm giddy just thinking about it. I am. I am. I was screaming. I was screaming and running around my basement. I was losing my mind. Uh, my girlfriend from two stories up could hear me screaming. Um, but yeah, I mean, hey, it's, it's just helping the narrative of of the uh, of the show. Um, <laughs> uh, Julian Labossier says apparently 44 may have been still under the weather. So it's potentially uh, just in case 44 can be his regular Norrissey self. Um, personally, you know, I wasn't sure if it was a an illness or if it was an injury. Uh, if it's an illness, then that's totally fine. I, I'm totally fine with playing him. Initially, I had the thought of, you know, if he's not 100%, just sit him. He's been so helpful for the Jets that we can afford one game out just to make sure that he is okay. But if it was uh, if it was illness, then hey, it is what it is. Uh, glad he played because he certainly was is a game changer for the Jets. Helped them win this game. Um, but Billy Hanola. I got to talk about Billy's game. You, you all know it. You come to this show. I'm sure half of the people here know Liz and I from Twitter, uh, and we will never shut up about Billy Hainola. Um, but hey, he's given us reason to talk about him. He's and it's not uh, not bad. Like today's game, I thought for you know the first. 40 minutes of, of play i thought he was good making good breakout passes there was a couple times where he was a little bit um 
a little bit chaotic. I think that that's just going to happen almost with any any D-man. Like, you know, it happens with Sandberg too, who's kind of in a very similar position, but is kind of seen as a much more stable option. Um, I thought Billy played uh, pretty well. But again, chaos. And there was the, you know, I think, I can't remember if it was at the end of the, uh, I think it was at the end of the first where uh, he got kind of turned around. There was a weird play where Lucic uh, got past him and uh, I believe Morrissey was on the ice. And after that, the one thing I'll say is, um, you know, Vili did his best to uh, stay with the play. Even after getting spun around, he did kind of, again, the chaos was there, but he was able to get himself back in the play. He blocked a big shot. And uh, and yeah, and as Dave Smith points out, happens with uh, Pionk every other shift. You said it, not me. Um, <laughs> but uh, But yeah, I'm not here to harp on Pionk tonight. Other than his skating, I think he could use a little work on it. And uh, there was a couple times on the PP. Anyways, not the point, not the point. We're not going to go there. Uh, this is a happy one. We're not going to be super critical of every little thing. Um, but as NBHA ho Ball Hockey says, Vanilla, uh, pff, vanilla, not Vanilla, uh, Hainola uh, is looking very comfortable out there. Keep it up. Um, very good. And and Kishore, Kishore hits exactly what I was just about to say. Uh, first Jets game where I noticed Billy using his body to wall off guys. I like that aggressiveness from him. Every single game that Billy Hainola plays with the Jets, he gets more and more comfortable. And he's opening up different sides of his game every single time. Um, again, we haven't seen him taking, uh, you know, taking one-timer slap shots much. And tonight, you know, that's what leads to the winning goal. Um in in regards to again Calgary the Calgary Flames are a heavy team you got you got guys like Milan Lucic you got guys like Blake Coleman uh, Andrew Mangiapane all these guys are grinding hard guys Nazim Kadri Jesus Nazim Kadri um uh, whoever else I'm forgetting, but they're a big, heavy team. And then even on defense too, uh, you know, Mackenzie Weeger, all these guys, I'm not going to just sit here and, and mention and Chris Tanev, every single guy, but this is a heavy, big team. And this is like, again, like I said, this was a playoff style game and Billy did not look out of place whatsoever. Um, and then again, you know, as we return back to this question of who's going to get sent down when Nate Schmidt is good to go, you started all 7D that they have right now. You started all 7D, and I don't have the time on ice here. I should. Uh, let me pull it up really quickly. I have it off to the side here. Um, your time on ice. You've got Vili Hinola sitting at 15 minutes and 22 seconds, um, and you have Kyle Capobianco sitting at four minutes. I'm just saying, I think that that goes to show... Um, it goes to show kind of how the the coach feels of course it comes down to asset management cal capo bianco has to be put on waivers however you know looking at the the t type of talent that gets put on waivers nowadays and doesn't get claimed i don't see him being a guy that teams are going to uh you know use a roster spot on um considering he's played what like i don't know eight games maybe i'm, I'm not too sure exactly how many games he's played this year unfortunately i don't have every single st statistic in front of me um and he plays a very similar position to to Vili in the sense of the Jets use him on the power play when he is playing. Um I'm sorry but you you saw Vili Hinnell on on the on the power plays today. He looks so perfect at just moving the puck. Um 
Kishore in the in the chat here saying, let's be honest, Sandberg should be sent down, Capo should press box, and Hinola Hin- should stay until we trade Pionk. I don't see the trade for Pionk ever happening. If we can we can bitch and moan about it here as much as we want. I just don't see the Jets moving on from him unless specifically it's uh something that a team wants and they're using him to get the deal done. Uh I just don't see it. But then again, uh Kevin Shovel Day Dayoff has surprised us in the past. Like when he makes a trade ever, it's it's a surprise. So um I I don't know. I don't know if I agree with you on that one, Kishore. I think that Personally, I think that Capo should be sent down, like should be waived. And I I think that he's a guy that while I think he's been great in the time that he's played, I don't really think that he um, will get picked up. And even if they even if he does, then, oh, well, the Jets trade a fifth round pick or a sixth round pick at the deadline to get someone who else who they can throw in their press box, a Joe Morrow type uh, again. It is what it is. And uh, as MBHA ball hockey says, Hinola needs to keep playing. He will gain confidence more and more. I completely agree. Um, I, I'm just excited. It's so nice to see him. It feels like he's starting to really arrive. Uh, I hope that he's able to, you know, withstand this, uh, uh, you know, the injuries and all the players coming back. I really hope that he can stick around with the team, but it is what it is. Uh, I think I've spent long enough <laughs> on Billy Hinola. <laughs> Um, but who knows, maybe I'll, I'll come back to him, uh, later on to, to gush about him one more time. Uh, and as MBHA ball hockey, last one says, uh, you can tell Billy is getting some good coaching. I completely agree as there's been much discourse around Paul Maurice, uh, as well as Rick bonus, uh, in the past few days on Twitter, but we're not going to get into that. Um, all right. And then, uh, and then, yeah, as I was kind of saying, you know, the whole, you know, players are coming back from injury. There's uh we got, you know, that's half of the, the equation is the defense and who's, you know, moving on from there. And then we have the forwards. As uh, previously stated, excuse me, um, as previously stated, Jansen Harkins was placed on waivers. He has not been sent down just yet, but um, excuse me, uh, but you can kind of tell that, you know, the, the writing is on the wall for him. Unfortunately, he will likely be sent down to the Manitoba Moose come Friday. Uh, assuming, you know, whoever it is steps into the lineup. And then the Jets are kind of left with uh, a group of players. I was kind of, I was going through the game. Uh, sorry, before the game, I was doing a little bit of looking through a little bit of numbers, seeing what I could see. And then uh, so basically right now, um, the players who I would say are kind of on the bubble for the Jets, uh, you have. Let me see. So obviously Harkins will be sent down and then we need one more person sent down. You have. Uh, you know, Christian Reichel, who's come in, played two games. Uh, you have Axel Janssen Fialbi, who's been, uh, you know, a player since uh, being picked up on waivers. You have, uh, who is it? Carson Kuhlman, uh, of course, is, is you know, still playing for the Jets, still picked up on waivers. And then uh, Michael Esamont, who uh, has, who you know, came in earlier in the year, played a little bit in the top six. And uh, and since those early games where people were getting kind of excited about what he could bring, I think he's kind of, you know, came back down to earth and kind of, you know, shown a little bit more of who he is, you know, with with more time, higher sample size. You can see, um, uh, you know, what a player is like more, especially when you're using him in multiple different roles. Um, while I do think he has been good with the Jets, um, there is one thing that I look at him and, uh, you know, the, the main guys who I have on the bubble here, as I said there. Um, I, I don't have Kevin Stenland on the bubble. I don't really have uh, Gustafson. I don't, as much as I think that he's had a rocky uh, relationship with uh, with Rick Bonus, I think that he's here to stay because they uh, need him. And the reason is, as I said before, 
Uh, Rick Bonus loves, loves, loves his role players in the bottom six. Um, one of the reasons that Christian Reichel got called up is because he's a right shot, like specifically because he shoots right. Um, and uh, Kishore, you, you know, you should be on the show with me right now, man. I, I know I'm going to get you on as a, as a guest one of these days, but um, you said exactly what I'm thinking. I think Stenland sticks around because they use him on the PK. And the PK is exactly the reason uh, I have come to my uh, my assumption, as well as it was kind of confirmed with the fact that when they went to the uh, 11 forwards today, it was Michael Isamont who was uh, the one who was scratched. Uh, every single one of those players who I mentioned, it seems they really like Carson Kuhlman just based on the way that they've played him in the top six, uh, as well as, you know, we've just heard in general, the pro scouts for the Jets have liked him for a long time. Um and then you look at the other cast of characters, Christian Reichel, who, um, you know, again, like I said, the Jets want to give him a shot. Rick Bonus said specifically, he had a quote the other day, uh, we're saying that he wanted to give uh, Reichel a longer shot. Um, so I don't expect him to be the one to be sent down right away. Um, as far as his game went today, I thought he was a little rough. I heard he had a good game against uh, Edmonton, and looking at the numbers, it looks like it supported that. Tonight, I thought he was a little shaky, um, some poor reads, and uh, you know, some you know, fumbling the puck here and there. So, you know, one good game, one bad game. I think I agree with Rick Bonus saying this guy needs a little bit more time. Um, and then every single other player who I listed there on the bubble. Um, plays on the on the on the PK. The way the PK kind of shakes out for Rick Bonus right now, obviously you've got Lowry who will always be the you know the the free free slot on the bingo card for the PK. Uh you have um Kevin Stenland who has come in and really really changed the dynamic of the Jets. Uh I I, I don't I won't have time today but as I've said on every other show that Stenland's played in, uh I really really like him. He's been really good on both ends of the puck. He can play on the power play, the second power play if needed. Uh he's been fantastic on the PK and even at 5v5 and uh, also even at 4v4 as uh, as list says in the chat there. Um I really like Stenland here. I think that he's kind of taken over the um you know when everyone's healthy, I could see him being the fourth line center. Um, but also at the same time, like I could see him maybe even playing wing for uh, a Lowry line and being actually really effective there. Um, all again, everything will, will shake out in the future. Um, so sorry, back to the PK, uh, Lowry, Stanland, uh, Morgan Barron, who is in no, I, I would be absolutely shocked if he got sent down. Um, who also I think has been phenomenal with, uh, Kevin Stanland and Janssen Fialbi. Uh, David Gustafson, again, another reason why I don't think he'll be sent down. And then, so those are the four guys. They play about, you know, usually a minute 45 per game um, on the PK, uh, all in very similar ranges. Um, and then you get the guys who play uh, on the, you know, the outer rim, at least recently. Uh, and that is Janssen Fialbi will fill in uh, and Carson Kuhlman will fill in as well, too. So that leaves one guy or that leaves two guys who don't have a role as a PK or a, you know, secondary PK guy. That's Michael Asimont, uh, as well as Christian Reichel. And we've already said we think that Christian Reichel will likely stick around for a bit longer. Uh, so I will I would not be surprised to see Michael Asimont as well as Jansen Harkins sent down uh, on Friday or by Friday, um, assuming that Cole Perfetti and Nikolai Ehlers are ready to go. Um, and then, like I said, on the defensive side of things, it, in my mind, it has to be uh, it has to be Capo Bianco. You can, I, I just do not see them neutering what um, what they've seen from Billy so far. He's been 
absolutely phenomenal. Not phenomenal. I, I, I don't want to pump his tires too much. He's been very good. And uh, even when he's made mistakes, he's come back and shown that he can, he can, um, he can rebound from them. Uh, another thing that uh, that Rick Bonus has has shown is that he has confidence in his guys, who he has confidence in. Obviously, um, for example, the the Sandberg pizza the other night, he wasn't benched. He wasn't anything like that. He put him out there, and he was still out there in uh, in very important times. Same thing with Billy tonight. He was still out there at the end of the game. He wasn't cutting his minutes, putting Cal Cabobianco on instead of him, thinking he might be better um, uh, defensively. That's not true. Uh, again, like I said, Vili Hanola has, in my opinion, earned the confidence of uh, of Rick Bonus. And so, I mean, what what else is there to say here? I mean, the Jets move on uh, to, like I said, a, a pretty interesting month coming up. Um, they have 15 games in the next 30 days, or I guess 14 now. And, uh, so it will be a good test for the jets. And as they start to get more and more reinforcements back, I think we'll have a better idea of where this, this, um, this jets team kind of sits, uh, where, you know, there are deficiencies. Obviously we can all point and look and say, you know, there's, there's a bit of a hole at the, at the, you know, in the, t in the middle six right wing. But, um, I think that'll all shake out and, uh, and now that we have a bunch of new guys in, like I said, tryouts are are, are on. Uh, I think today was a bit of a tryout as well, too. Uh, Friday might be as well if, uh, like I said, if those guys aren't back just yet. But uh, we'll have a better idea of where the Jets sit, who the guys are they want to have uh, moving forward from the Moose. And, uh, and yeah, it should be an exciting month of January. I hope you guys all have had a, uh, a wonderful start to your year. Um, if you're here in the chat, you know, give a, give the stream a like, I would really appreciate it. Uh, you know, let your friends know. I'm glad tonight was a great turnout. We had a lot of people, uh, showing up here in chat. It's always fun when people get interactive here. Uh, thank you Liz for also showing up, even though it is not your night to do the show. Uh, but that'll be it for me here tonight, uh, in Winnipeg. Have yourselves a wonderful day. Go Jets go. I'll see you guys on Friday when the Jets face off against the Tampa Bay Lightning. by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.